1: Hey there, this is Kyle Abeer, the voice of Ryu from Street Fighter V. Rise up. The answer lies in the heart of battle. You're listening to ACMG Presents Talk Time Live. Harouken!
0: This week, I give my detailed thoughts on the second beta for Street Fighter VI. Megaton Musashi is now free to play in Japan. Michael Jai White gears up as Blade to represent the Midnight Suns. I will give my 10 favorite games of 2022 and in our final stage we review way forward sequel to the Coney Khan spinoff River City Girls 2 all this and more in the final 2022 episode of ACMG presents talk time live extra select start welcome to the show to give you all the news views and opinions in the world of gaming this is ACMG presents talk time live extras select start with your host Xavier Josiah power up
1: game on. <laughs>
0: everybody and welcome back to the final 2002 episode of select start i am your host xavier josiah actually this is the final talk time live show of the year like this is still talk time live but this is an extra show that we do but this is the final show after this i'm going on a two-week break come back in the new year hopefully refreshed rejuvenated mentally and physically and i'll be you know we get back to the swing of things because we got a lot to look forward to in uh 2023 including A fighting game that everybody's been waiting to check out, and that is Street Fighter 6. Let me tell you, like I said before, when we first started, uh, the first time that Capcom came out with the beta, I wasn't able to get into it completely, mostly because it fell into the same time that uh, New York Comic Con came in. and I had to cover that event. Glad I did. I knew I was going to be able to do this again, and I did, and I was able to get into the second beta test, and the good part about it is that you know i come in with whatever was going on in the first time probably is not happening the second time and my experience was pretty much set in stone here and i gotta tell you i was extremely impressed with what i saw i mean this may be it has the makings for i can speak for myself here this may have the makings of being the greatest fighting game i've ever played simply because of the features and bells and whistles that they're adding to it the one thing that i always loved to do is to create your own character and put them in now this happened before this is not the first time we've done this before if you played mortal Kombat, i believe uh armageddon i believe was the one where you could create your own character in it was very limited because it was on the playstation 3 at the time but still it was really awesome for them to do you could uh, with your own move sets and everything. That was dope. You could also do that in Street Fighter Alpha, no, Street Fighter EX Alpha or EX Plus Alpha uh, on a PlayStation 3 as well, but that was extremely limited in terms of the creative suite uh, options that you had to create your own character. And you can do that if you own the Japan version of Rival Schools, you could do that as well. For some reason, I never understood why you could not, you know, they didn't allow the creative suite during the American version, but in Japan, if you ever, like, if you're in America, you play Rival Schools, if you're a fighting game fan in America, you play Rival Schools, if you're a hardcore fighting game fan, like myself, you would go out of your way to get the imported versions because the imported versions always had some things that the American versions did not, and this was no different. Rival Schools had, for those who don't know, Rival Schools 1 and 2 had a creative suite, so... They it also was like sort of they had like a dating sim to it as well. So I know for a fact that like I still own Rival Schools 2 on the PS Vita because I have a Japan account for that so that, you know, I still have ownership and I was still able to play it there. So what they had was this mode. It was to compensate for the lack of graphics that they had for the Dreamcast version. So whoever had the PlayStation 2 version or whatnot would be able to order PlayStation version or whatnot would be able to play this version with a different mode added to it to give it more replay value which was awesome but you were you were able to make the you create this character and like it was kind of a deep system at the time and you were um were able to create your move sets you could also take them through this like dating sim type of experience throughout the whole thing which you know is the story uh, behind everything and how how you become friends with some of the characters of rival schools it was a whole thing but it was nothing ever elaborate that we ever got until now and the the, the one of the best creative suite. say what you will about the game in, in a whole in the game series as a whole but what makes this game still relevant and still playable and still fans of it that we have some such a fan base for it is because of the creative suite and that is wwe2k series um which thanks to Yuke's had, you know, they created and developed one of the most deepest creative suites ever. So much so that other companies were trying to emulate that and they not, there were barely any companies that were able to do that. I guess 2K got some of the rights to do that in recent, I guess 2K, I don't need uh, 2K22 has a similar elaborate type of creative suite that they kinda, you know, took from Yuke's in this case so far you know I, I I wasn't expecting a lot from the creative Suite of Street Fighter 6 but man was I ever impressed and dare I say blown away the things that you're able to do in this creative Suite can only be compared to 2k you know I don't I don't I, I take note I don't play um, NBA 2k or any of the other 2k um, games but I'm pretty sure they probably have the same creative suite or something to that nature to that. Well, not uh, probably not to the extent of WWE 2K cause WWE 2K allows you to create the craziest and wackiest stuff to your imagination. Well, if you're wondering and you're a fan of creative suites, like I am, you'll be happy to know that Capcom has gone all out. They've actually, I, I feel like this is the game where they listened. I think for four and five. Mostly, you know, four or five. And I would, I would dare say also add on, um, games like Marvel versus Capcom three, Marvel versus Capcom infinite. They they kind of listened, but they didn't at the same time. This one, I feel like they listened hard because the creative suite that they're giving us is so elaborate is so deep. It's the articulation, the, the customizations, everything. It's just so awesome. Um, The creative suite gives you the ability to configure out everything from body types, you know, male, female, uh, your identity, male, female, or just human, you know, presets, avatar presets that you could do. If you don't want to go fully deep on customizations, you could just, you know, create something from there. They also got face presets. They got, you know, you could do like customizations of the face, the cheekbones, everything. It's so deep the avatar height and proportions upper body lower body muscle definition skin color of course thank you and another this is one of the reasons why i didn't buy elden ring <laughs> because when i found out that you it you know the creative suite for that wasn't as deep and it, bandai has a a, a a tendency to make it hard for you to create a person of color well, you can make somebody of indian descent you can make somebody of pakistani descent you can make somebody of uh, Indian descent or whatever, you can't make a proper black dude. Or you, you could probably make you probably are great at making a black female because that's not hard. You could say you use the same pigmentations and the same um, you know in hairstyles. That's fine. Black men always had a, there was always some issues with that. Even in this era of our you know evolved game uh, development, there's still issues with you know, band dynamic. I don't understand what the hell that is. Nonetheless capcom got us covered uh as far as the face customizations you could do face hair eye shape uh I, and that's deep like that's intricate when you get to like eye shape and stuff like that and iris and and um slayer and eyelashes eyebrows that's that's really deep customization right there nose shapes uh mouth shapes ears facial hair skin definition expressions all that that is that's up there with wwe2k it's it's totally elaborate i love it Uh, body features they got tattoo decals that you can place anywhere around the body um and last but not least you got like around 16 voices that you can use and play around with from there uh much like the wwe 2k uh creative suite though you know you could create some of the craziest things and if you go i i have the a detailed version of what i'm talking about right now on talktomelive.com on the blog section, you could go there and look at everything in detail. I got pictures of some of the avatars that I came across when I was in the beta, and you can see how crazy it is and how insane you could do. Like how the the proportions of the body can be exaggerated to an extreme in <laughs> these things. You know, you could go about it any way you want. It's so awesome. Uh, they also, on top of that, you also will have the ability to. Go to uh, a Hubs Good Shop in there, which is basically a, a place where you can, you know, buy clothes for your avatar and, and, and accessories or and whatnot. They had a limited amount and they offered us uh, some, you know, end game currency to check it out and buy for your avatar or whatever, which was cool. And you get more as you gradually, you know, meet certain uh, criterias and, you know, such in the game or you just log back into the game every day. You get something else so you could buy more for your characters and whatnot so it was it was pretty cool and what i love about this is that you know if anybody played street fighter 5 prior to then you basically know that they're gonna keep making new content for you because in the same way that they would make content for the street fighter uh crew they're gonna it looks like they're just gonna push that over into the entire, like, I don't think anybody's going to want to dress up, you know, the street fighter crew and they want to dress their own selves up. So that's where the money's going to come from. And that's where the money's going to generate. I don't mind this. And normally I'm, a t- I'm the type of person that just like, I'm against the in that purchasing thing, but I don't think this is entirely bad because it's your currency. It's like it, you can still earn it. You, they're not forcing you to do it and you can do it any way you could earn that money from in-game or you could purchase it yourself using other type of currency. So, uh, like they have, they have what is called drive tickets in here, which you're using, uh, you you can acquire during online battles and fights and logging in and whatnot. And then they have, uh, what is it, fighter coins, which you can acquire using real money for that one. So if you really don't want to do it, you could just go online and grind, win, lose, whatever. You can still gain some, some funds that way um the the rankings, you know of the fights and everything seem fair enough so you, I, it's probably good you know if i won some matches i could definitely tell you it's actually good to go in there. <laughs> not to say that i'm bad at all i got video i got video footage of my fight styles i'm not like a huge esport fighter i just like i fight for fun so it's whatever it's like i don't try to be stylish when i win i just try to win <laughs> you know so you know you have that but I guarantee you when it's actually fully comes up in June that they'll have so many different items. And then this is going to be an online game experience. So they're going to provide so much more, you know, content for you to, you know, try out clothes, accessories and everything is going to be awesome. There's a, there was another hub store too, that wasn't open and said coming soon. And it looked like it was going to have a lot of exclusive Capcom gear that you can buy that is probably going to be one of those it's probably going to be the hub where you need to buy using uh real money to do so i i wouldn't be surprised if that's what that is but there's there was not everything was open like for instance there were three different modes that you could get in here one was the fighting realm the other was the world tour which i really really want to check out like world tour is where you are going to take your avatar and go on the story mode and you know go across every parts of the uh the street fighter universe i am so i hope if they do a third beta i hope that's what it's for because i think right now with the what i've experienced over the over the past weekend i thought it was awesome i i thought i thought they did a really good job everything was smooth i got a good strong powerful bandwidth and i had no lag issues at all in that stuff so um the fighting was really smooth it was no slowdowns or anything it's back the only thing it was is like if you did if you did spectator mode and how that works is basically you go into spectator mode and if you're just going in they'll speed up the whole entire thing speeds up until it catches up with the fights and everything so it's pre-recorded but it just goes in and you know catches up with the match which is dope so and again i had no issues at all with this game if you like i said go into the live.com website and go into the blog section it's the first article there i just put up uh and you can see all of my fights that I dealt with all of the ones all right not all of them because i fought a lot and i lost a lot but also i won quite a bit <laughs> so i had some really good fights in, the, in between but you know i didn't put all my my winning fights on the videos if you must know i just <laughs> you could go check it out i actually did show where i lost a match or two but i did make a great comeback on it so it was it was pretty much awesome there um and what's really great about this you know with the closed beta test is that they were testing out every platform so it wasn't just playstation owners in there There were also uh you know players from steam players from xbox because now this is going to be multi-platform now like it actually honestly should have been but you know street uh we got the edge on that for years with, with playstation but now everybody's gonna get to play so the playing field is even bigger than it ever was and uh this is gonna be awesome but there were a lot of people you could see in there that and again you can go into my website and on the blog page to check it out you'll see uh some images that i put in where you can see that some people are playstation other people are from other platforms they don't say what platform it is but it just um it has the icon for cross platform in there when uh hovering over your avatar's head and there and um it was really cool now when we talk about fighting we got to talk about the new control schemes that they have and that's the modern and the classic control schemes the one thing that i would like for them to do and i hope that they do when it comes down the line is to possibly maybe give us an option to do modern and classic see what happens is a lot of people got confused with this when they first started um Demetrius Johnson you know uh MMA fighter uh legendary UFC uh former champion he and and well-known gamer an Xbox gamer uh I I saw some video footage of him in the beta and as I recall he was a little bit it seemed like he was a bit confused uh because you know if you've been playing fighting games forever especially Street Fighter you're conforms your condition to the to the classic traditional ways of you know fighting street fighter but by default the game puts it on you know modern and modern is the simplistic uh control scheme where you just hit a directional pad a button and a move just pull, you pull off a move with these it throws you off because if you're going you're just jumping into the fight and they don't tell you when you go into the beta, they don't tell you that you got to go into the configurations and configure that to go from modern to classic It's already about to fall. So you got, you get kind of confused the first few fights and probably the reason why I did lose the first time because I, I was trying to pull off moves, but didn't realize that I was a modern. So things were happening where I didn't understand what the hell was going on. And then I had to figure it out. I'm like, oh crap, I'm on a modern, um, you know, uh, options. I would like for them to do what they normally do in when they're in, in previous Street Fighter games It's like when you pick a character that you want in versus mode or whatever that you will automatically select another uh, menu prompts up give you the option to play as modern or classic much like you would like back in the day with Alpha 3 where you can pick different styles and, and, and finishers that you want to like do that because I think that will be a lot easier. I mean, now with that said, once I figured it out and once everybody figured it out, you got to go into the configurations and set up which characters you want to play as uh, modern or classic, which is really awesome in a sense. But even still, I would rather it, it'd be easier to go about it that way. Cause the configurations, the options to go on in, in the uh, options menu and a configuration menu, your settings, if you will, is that you will be able to set all of it up if you want to do all of your characters for classic or modern you could set it up or you could do each individual character say this one i want modern but this one i want classic because i can control them better during classic but this one i have a hard time pulling off certain moves so i can do modern there which is fine like say if you if you do a kuma you don't want to you know you're trying to do the raging demon that's one of the like most complex moves that you could possibly do. So if you're able to pull that off with these doing modern, then that's fine. And you just pick uh Kuma to do that. But if you want anybody else, like say just Ryu, who's has the most simplistic, you know, and traditional, uh, control scheme and move set that that you could possibly have him and Ken, then you want, you might want to go classic there. So once I switch to classic. That's when I started getting my groove back. And the funny thing I didn't do is like go into training mode to figure out what this thing is cuz a lot of the characters like Chun-Li and Guile and um Ryu, they got a few new moves in their arsenal now. So, I had to try to, you know, I was learning on the go. So as I was fighting, I was still filling out some of the move sets just to get adjusted to everything while my opponent it's not an AI, it's actual alive opponent is whipping my ass pretty much there. <laughs> so, um, you know, once I got through it, I was able to, you know, get things back into, you know, um, into the groove or the flow, uh, get my timing back in, you know, know when to attack properly and I got through. <laughs> I survived like a lot, about like three or four matches to 305. But um, nonetheless, even win or lose, I enjoyed this immensely, I really, really uh enjoyed all of it and um this is gonna be something that people are going to it 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 really enjoy most most likely probably to do with the new drive system that they have they have a drive system now which uh includes a drive gauge that depletes the more you use it so what happens you got three different ways of using a you know a drive move you could use drive impact basically which uh allows you to you know stun your character but do so in the most flashiest way and you got all these really color p- color palettes and like it looks like you know the paint graphics that there we're so used to with Street Fighter um beautiful it's a beautiful beautiful uh move uh you also got drive parry which is the return of parry that you would see in you know Street Fighter 3 so that's return and then you got drive gauge so i um, mean uh, i mean you got the drive gauge that you got to rely on that as well so you have all these different ways of using the drive system that adds on to the dramatic, to the pageantry and, and the drama of the match and such. So when you see all these evil matches and these esport matches with Street Fighter, it's gonna be epic. Trust me when I tell you, it's such an awesome thing. Now, the one thing we didn't get a chance to do and hopes that maybe that's something for a 43rd um, beta when it comes out is the commentary. We didn't hear any of the commentary because it wasn't added on at the moment. Uh, I am looking forward to, you know, checking that out with the uh commentary and such i think that's an awesome thing that they are adding on uh hearing guys like tasty steve and some of the um other you know well-known guys there i you know my only wish for the commentary is in terms of choice of commentary and i don't know if he was just not available or they just didn't pick him or he was already in obligated with other things is golden boy i You know, Casey Steve, respect to him. He's been in the game for a long time. He's been, you know, commentating for over a decade. Um, He's represented the sport of uh, Esports Street Fighter, you know, for quite a long time. But my God, you talk about a commentator who sounds like a, who gives, you know, Esports a real sports feel. Golden Boy does not get enough credit. I mean, he's been nominated before for awards and whatnot, but that cat is awesome on the mic like I I wanted AEW to actually hire him I thought he did a, a, an absolutely great job doing commentary for AEW way way back in the beginning of uh all Elite Wrestling's you know beginnings and such he's a he's a absolutely awesome commentator I hope especially now because you know G4 is no longer unfortunately and we haven't um seen him in a while oh, I he, she's definitely gonna be back into esports uh, commentating. I'm, I'm pretty sure, but I would love to hear him do a voice and do a uh, commentary for Street Fighter 6. I, I would absolutely use him instantly. So uh, that would be an awesome. But other than that, it's, it, it's the uh, this game has a lot to offer, including representation, which I thought was like the most polarizing thing that I saw through this whole thing at the very well. If you've been watching, if you've been following uh, Capcom with Street Fighter Six, you notice one thing that they've been pressing and imprinting in our head is that representation will be in this game. The character that they were using to demonstrate the world turmoil was a was a black kid, was a black man in there, and it's continuing. The minute that you start playing the game, the minute that you get into the battle hub, you're introduced by the host Eternity. Which correct me if I'm wrong is a trans person that is also black so that is huge that is absolutely huge um i love this character i really just, i just love the, the the idea of this character in here and it's the first thing you see is like oh no this is a this is a, this is a street fighter this is a game enjoyed by everybody they're not holding back and guess what if people think that this is something new no Capcom has been down with the, been the allies of LGBTQ for a long time. Let's date back to Final Fight because Poison was t- was originally, I believe, a trans person in the first place. Um, and they had to change it up because of the stigma, the stigmatization or whatever of the time. So that was a thing. And now we got Eternity. So, you know, shout out to them for doing that. And then also, like I said, like we got new characters. Uh, Kimberly has been added to the game. We got um, we got Sh- Sh- who knows Sean might be back. Hopefully, um, you know, there's going to be new characters coming. This is an ongoing game experience. If you've seen what would happen in Street Fighter five, just guaranteed. We're getting a lot of uh, a lot of new players. I think Sean is coming back. We got DJ that made his con- comeback as well. Uh, I haven't seen Balrog yet, but we we're getting plenty of people plus we're able to create our own characters of color or whatever we want and is awesome so i love that part of the campaign that capcom is doing is showing that we're representing everybody in this game so you know i really appreciate it capcom is a total ally to you know black people to the black community and you know the lgbtq community as well so so I'm all for this. I love this. My experience over the weekend was just fantastic. Uh, if you are wondering, wonder no more. <laughs> Street Fighter is coming back and is going to make a huge impact. It is coming in that the creative suite alone is going to be the big thing. It's, it's going to change the way we play fighting games. They're, they're going to make, I guarantee you, they're going to, they're going to be fighting games. After this, that is going to try to emulate what they did guarantee and guess what it's it's common because street fighter is it's the goat it is the true goat of fighting games okay it is the run dmc of fighting games so i i loved it i, I had such a great experience with it. i i i'm got a lot to look forward to with this and i this is a definite get for me in 2023 so all right let's talk about something else that you should be getting every once in a while i talk about import games one in particular import game I actually played, uh, I think earlier this year and that was Megaton Musashi, which I dumped and proclaimed as possibly one of the greatest mech games out there. there is action RPG. Um, but it's awesome. It is ap- like one of my favorite fighting games based on a mech anime is tech romancer. If anybody remembers that for the Dreamcast. This game is the closest in terms of presentation that I've ever got to play that gave me that feel of tech romancer. It is the closest, but it's not a fighting game. It's an action it's a action RPG-based game that allows you to customize these you know, deals. Now, Tom Musashi in Japan is a huge deal in the sense that it also has an anime. There's a movie coming out for it in Japan. And for some reason, we are not seeing the light of day of this yet. It has been out quite a while and now there are two games out but this new one this is what you want to hear and this is the reason why I keep telling people get a Japan account yes you got to go through a little bit to get a uh, a game but if you have a system like the Nintendo Switch that allows region free which means that you can play any game from any region including games that are not set foot to be purchased in America, like Megaton Musashi, like Common um, Rider, the Common Rider games that I got, never coming, the Super Robot Wars has not come yet. I got quite a bit of, uh, there's some games in Japan, in Japan eShop, that you will never see the light of day, but it doesn't mean that you're incapable of getting. They will allow you to purchase this. I have so many different import games on my Switch right now that I've reviewed on this show that you can get. All you got to do is, uh, you know, apply for free to a Japan account. Look at the games that are on there, and there's some treasures in there. I lied to you not. <laughs> there's some awesome treasures in there that you can acquire. This is one of them. Megatown Musashi is now free to play. And normally when it's free to play, I'm like, I'm, I'm a little taken back because I'm like, and in particular for this one, especially, because that means it's like they're relying on in-app purchases for people to buy but this one is slightly different in a lot of ways first of all i purchased the original game quite a while ago enjoyed it loved it even though i didn't speak a lick of japanese I didn't have to because the game is designed for you to just easily understand and navigate through the game without understanding the premise the dialogue or whatever like that if you just want to go through the motions and get through one one place to another and then just play the game itself you can because when it comes down to the core base of the game it is universal you will fully learn to understand and here's another tip use google translate There's some things that you do need to find out, which is in terms of the uh, user interface and the options and the the settings and configurations. Use Google Translate, use it on your smartphone, use it to translate some of the things that you need to know. So as you're going along, you know what is what and and you'll actually probably learn a little Japanese at that (laughs) to some extent. But um, that's how you use a smartphone, people. That's how you thoroughly use a smartphone. But nonetheless, you use this and It's an awesome, awesome game experience. It's so great. There's anime cutscenes in it and everything. And, and, you know, just the way that they designed it and, and, and did the, you know, layout of how you just, your character, uh, Yamato just roams around the city and everything. It's so, it's so different from anything I've ever seen before. Level five did a tremendous job with this game. And I think I graded this really uh, high, uh, when I, when I first reviewed it, but now this free to play they what they basically did i don't know why they did this but they're focusing on the pvp feature that they added on the pvp p- uh feature will you know it's it's pretty much any pvp that you're doing it's online base you're gonna need your um nintendo online account to do it and it it pretty much um it's gonna basically you know you could battle in coliseum mode which is the mode that you could do even, you know three versus three and and fight there but you're also going to be able to buy different parts and everything exclusive parts and roll and stuff like that to be able to battle one of which is they got a crossover with uh ghetto robo and make masinger uh z and i'm like yeah i'm all in on this now why you want to download this for free is because they're offering they automatically give you the original game so the game yet that yeah the game that we all bought they giving, they're giving you that for free and guess here's the other thing it's totally offline based now this was the tricky part I'm like all right they're giving this game for free for everybody to play and own what's the deal what is the deal here because is it just everything's online based now so what I did was basically play through the game on airplane mode because airplane mode takes off the wi-fi connection just to see how far I could go before this thing crashes because it's not picking up on my Wi-Fi signal the whole thing is totally offline with the exception of the uh, Coliseum mode, which is totally for online uh, battling you can they literally gave you the game for free not only did they give you the original season one story for free which is based on the actual anime series they gave you a brand new story on top of that which is also free i'm like are you freaking kidding me? you know how deep this game is and they giving this to you for free what is going on so here's the other thing too yes i still own the original game and instead of them just you know changing the original game to an updated version no it's a completely new game it's it's a completely new app and uh, a completely new download that you get download. So i have the original game still which plays the original uh seasonal story which is already deep as hell and now you have the option of playing the whole new game plus this new story you don't pay a dime if you only time the only time you play is if you play you know online and you play their 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 campaigns or whatever but if you they're giving you the, I, I can't believe they're doing this I've never seen any company do level five I don't know what they're planning but this is insane <laughs> like I should be upset about this but at the same time it's like I still have my original one they separated for that so if they even just decide to just stop playing that and for some reason we stop or not able to play the second season or whatever we, I still got the first game that's no big deal but they're it's totally offline it's absolutely I'm telling you this is a 50 maybe $60 game, which plays on the PlayStation 5 and 4 and on the switch and you're getting it for free and you can play it offline. I don't know. Level five. Thank you. You know, great Christmas present, tremendous Christmas present. If you're a fan of mech, me, uh, like mecha anime, you have to get this. Like you can now play the full story mode for free. And on top of that, if you did buy the original version, they have new game plus, where you could start it all over using the same save data that you already had. And then, or you could just start from directly into season two because your save data automatically detects that you already beat the game and you cleared the game. So it'll start you off immediately to season two. So this additional story based on a season two of the anime series has been added on with scenes from the anime series and by the way if you ever wanted to watch the anime series of megaton musashi you could go on youtube it's up on youtube i don't know if there's i don't believe there's subtitle in there but it is still just it's one of those it's one of those anime shows that you know like how we used to do back in the day like we didn't have subtitle we watch it raw it's worth just watching it just to see how awesome it is in there so this new one also includes new mechs, new characters, weapons, and stages that all have been added. The game also provides new game plus, like I mentioned, so you could go play the original game and start all over with your high-powered, you know, characters. Now, It'll be easy for you to go through. Um, so you got all of that, as I mentioned, and all your stats, attributes, customizations, everything is coming is going to be in there. They, you know, they've added the three, three uh, v three you know, everything like this is absolutely a game to have. This is so worth it. If you want to get this is a, I say, I will say this, this is a great game for you to jump right in to getting more. It's it's the, it it is the prerequisite game to get into your to start your whole entire import gaming, you know, collection. Uh, so again, go create a Japanese account. Go get you know find a way you know there's tutorials and everything on how to you know start all Japanese accounts online very easily it's a very easy process just require you to probably have a different email account as well if I remember correctly it's been a while since I've I've you know since I've done all this but you know I think you got to start your whole new account add a whole new you know deal on on there and uh you'll be set you will be set it is it's absolutely an awesome game to have I I lie to you not so all right. Let's talk about one of my possible favorite games uh, of the year, Marvel's Midnight Suns. And, you know, I beat the game. Awesome. Overall, an awesome game. Albeit, still, I'm still a little, you know, disappointed in the visuals per se. I, I'm i I'm torn because it, you know, it, it, it doesn't look like, you know, God of War by any stretch. It doesn't look like, um, horizon forbidden west or any other you know new gen games that i've played but it's still a very solid awesome tactical battle rpg uh nonetheless but with the fact that the the character design kind of looked a slightly bit like a like ultimate um alliance 2 just updated and remastered look i was a little bit torn but nonetheless overall i love this game i love it i love it to you know high hell and i hope and pray that it makes it to the switch by 2023 because it's worth taking long it's worth it i don't i still after looking at it i'm like why is this not able to play on you know the switch yet <laughs> but nonetheless one of my favorite characters and one of my favorite actors in this game was none other than michael Jaw white mjw was no doubt the mvp of this game playing as blade and to celebrate the success of this game, Michael Jai White rocked the entire Blade Midnight Sun's armor in celebration of this game. Uh, if you go into Midnight Sun's website, uh, not the website, you if you go to Midnight Sun's uh, official, you know, Facebook page and maybe Twitter page, he um, he did a whole entire photo shoot dressed up as Blade. Like the great part about Michael Jaw White is that he doesn't have to do much to look like Blade. He is built like, he's built like a brick. He is a martial artist, much like um, Wesley Snipes is. Actually, he may be in a better martial artist than Wesley Snipes, so I'm not sure, don't quote me on it. But he's a big dude who can move really much. Remember, this this dude used to be Spawn, okay? Before he was Black Dynamite. <laughs> but his whole look, he, he, his whole entire face, like his facial hair and look, everything, he looks like Blade from the jump and his voice he has a deep voice so he's perfect for the role well he he could play him in real life like i said like when he as he's wearing this and i talked about this before as to why in the hell was michael J. white never chosen to play blade the live action series back in the day when he was slightly younger and more uh you know um uh you know agile and you know I don't know. He may still be able to do spin kicks and all the stuff that he used to do before. But nonetheless, my man, he, he embodies Blade. He like, I lo- like I said, I love Sticky Fingers and his the series with him on here was was dope. But at the end of the day, like this dude, like put him, put Wesley Snipes and put Sticky Fingers in. You pick two out of the three. It's not going to be sticky. It's going to be Michael Jai and it's going to be Wesley Snipes at best you know so man shout out to him the armor looks awesome and i will tell you the one thing i did like about the game is the final armor that you get the midnight sun's armor it looks fantastic and it looks fantastic here i don't know who did the um the costume design for this but it looks dope go out of your way check it out it is fantastic all right last thing i want to talk about before we go into our break and go into the final stage is this is the this is the final the next time we're going to talk about stuff like this is the best of 2022 but before we do I got to give my honorable mentions to every game almost every game I to the top to the top 10 favorite games that I played now uh I counted throughout this year and I think I may have played over 40 games this year and reviewed 40 games this year actually probably more than that because there were some games that i got that i, I did review but i was like uh, eh, just not worth i don't even, it's not even worth talking about but out of all those there were 10 that i absolutely that absolutely stood out to me it was fun and i so much fun that i end up replaying them again and uh I'll give you my top 10 here and it's just and not in any order so even if I give the last one it's not to say that that's the number 1 it's just this is, these are just randomly thought of games that I thought that I really played that if you haven't played them yet you need to check out so let's start with Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle Shredder's Revenge uh everything we ever wanted to and more everything that we got from the original beat em ups you know that from the Cow Bunga collection that we got but do Temu, who published it, but Tribute Games, shout out to uh Yannick Bezil, you know, who did the story direction. And what I loved about this it is the story direction. I'm, I'm so glad that I had him on the show because I have an appreciation for a part of the development that people don't normally pay attention to, especially with retro games like this. And that's the story development. And if you watch, if you play the game and you see what they what the inner workings like you're paying attention to you fighting all the time but you don't pay attention to the little things that matter that makes the story work and a lot of things that were done in the games process help lead to the story and narrate the story without the story being told verbally or orally for that matter and that's what Yannick did. And I, that's the part I really appreciate it. Cause once you get from one stage to another, you gotta remember that, the, look, you gotta pay attention to things like what the Foot Clan is doing throughout the whole thing. And what, you know, uh, Bebop and Rocksteady is doing during certain parts of the game because that helps the story flow with the game. And that's something that I hadn't seen with other beat-em-up games like that, especially retro beat-em-up games like that is the flow of the story that is being told without like it. there is no real dialogue in the story in, in, in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles uh, Shredder's Revenge at all there is really no dialogue it's just they're moving along but within them the moving along you see things in the stage background that is happening that is you know factoring into the story plot as we're moving along and that's something that we need to really consider more those little bits of detail that helped the game experience flow better and and you know top of that the music that are being played and whatnot and that all played a factor too the the soundtrack which was awesome again mega ran uh made his uh impact on that one um you know on top of that we had raekwon the chef and ghostface killer do their own kicking here too so that really popped it off right there so those right there like it was just it what i loved about teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles: shredders revenge is that not only did it hit nostalgic points but it there was a certain subtlety to the game that really made an impact that maybe the flow of the game and the, and the uh replay value such an enjoyable experience there so i i you know it i believe it should have won a game award i think if it was placed in the right area it could have they you know me and yannick if you go check out the uh interview that i did with him this year um we talked about why they were considered an indie game and they he spoke his piece i don't think it i don't think the game awards or the jury that judged the game awards you know thought it was an indie game i questioned it because of its association with uh you know nickelodeon and the fact that it's based around the turtles and whatnot you know to be called an indie game to that measure it's kind of a tricky thing um if had it been considered an indie game i think they could have had a strong chance of winning i think the placement of them factored into whether they were going to win an award or not because if you put them in a certain category under a certain situation yeah you, you could vibe that they may win and i think they still will win an award or two down the line um before this year is over. So, you know, when everybody does their year in, I think they're going to get a nod for something and deservingly. So because the the game was one of the biggest highlights of this year. And when it came out, it, it was a huge impact that it made for them. My, the other one, another game I can mention Sifu. Sifu was unlike anything I've ever imagined in a, you know, beat em up game before they took it to a level that we've never seen before. Um these guys did a tremendous job at putting together a fighting experience, a story being told that made you feel like you were in a John Wick film. You know, that that's not easy to do. And then on top of that, they were able to bring that game to the uh, Nintendo Switch. And then uh, we're being told that it's gonna be an Xbox um, and Steam coming soon as well. So that's an ace for them. People are gonna love that game absolutely awesome It played well on the nintendo switch It played well on the ps5 it's just fantastic i'm telling you out of all these games that i'm about to mention that i'm going to mention nothing warms my heart than playing crisis core final fantasy 7 reunion i just started replaying that game because i beat the game you know t- by the way two day took me two days to you know clear that game and it didn't miss a beat at all. It did not miss a damn beat. And in fact, as I kept looking at it and I'm watching videos also online that during a compare and contrast of the two in comparison as in terms of the the uh, the visuals. It's just, I'm still at all of how much of a, of a visual overhaul they put on this game thanks to the uh, Unreal Engine. And just things like the swords, the hair the lighting and shadow the uh textures the color palettes all that stuff it's just all remastered to the utmost and it's amazing like again i said this before last week when i reviewed it i would have easily have settled for the original version but what they were able to do, and then on top of that, the control schemes and everything added, the new features that were added because it's now an updated system, just made the experience so much better. And I so happy more than any game that I've ever played. I'm so happy. Cause this game, you know, this 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 warmed my heart when I was playing on an original PSP. Again, right in front of my the, the UMD is right in front of my face, and it's probably smiling at me right now. <laughs> it's a lot. So one probably one of my biggest highlights of the year is that game you know right there bayonetta 3 oh what a journey that this game went through that platinum games went through with this game but it was worth it after all of the controversy and everything and luckily it went to their favor <laughs> because there was you know what we learned later on it just like oh, okay i'm buying this game we're investing in this game she screwed up they did a hell of a lot for this game this game was awesome this game was worth the long wait and i mean long wait we've been waiting for this game man uh it was it's finally here i had i enjoyed it immensely and then this is another game i ended up started replaying again because it was just a lot of fun there was so much to do you know they put so much work into this game and all the extra bells and whistles and mini games and all these things that you're able to do in this game was just so awesome i Really enjoyed everything about this. Bayonetta 3 was, you know, this is the final one. They went out with a bang, but it's not because we just they announced that there's gonna be a uh, prequel coming out, uh coming in next year. And there might be another one. there may be a Bayonetta 4 because, you know, the daughter is now going to be uh the new Bayonetta in there, too. So we'll see about that. You know, we talk about remasters with the with Crisis Core. I'd be remiss if I didn't talk about JoJo's Bizarre Adventure All-Star R which is another remake of the classic version that came out on a ps3 and i would say this game got robbed along with you know arguably other games at the game awards because there's no way i've played multiverses before there's no way in hell multiverses is better than jojo's bizarre adventure or street or um what is it uh king of fighters 15 even though i didn't favor king of fighters 15 like that because i thought they could do better it still was better than what they were doing with multiverses sifu much better than what they did with uh multiverse like that was that that, those games got robbed i don't understand was it a warner brothers thing were you guys collaborating with warner brothers come on jeff tell us um i i I didn't get that but jojo's bizarre adventure was just it's such an awesome game it's one of those games it's like okay can we get a action can we get a good capcom game on this thing even though Bandai Namco made it can we get a te- from Bandai Namco can we get Tekken now because it's obviously you can play this game can be played if you could do what you did with this game and it's playing on a Nintendo Switch dude we want to see better fighting games from Bandai Namco on a Nintendo Switch you know that's not anime based like we need a Tekken we need a Soul Calibur you know what are you doing with those games those games can't be exclusive to uh PlayStation are they maybe they are I think maybe Nah, I don't know we'll see but nonetheless, we JoJo's Bizarre Adventure was such an awesome game. If you're a fan of the anime, like I am, and I'm st- still up, you know, watching uh, Stone Ocean right now, which is becoming one of one, my, my top favorite uh, sagas of the uh, series. You'll love this game. You'll absolutely love this game. It's so hard hitting, as hardcore, is really whacked out and weird to boot. Um, highly recommend this. I mentioned once again, Midnight Suns is also one of my picks too. Um, you know. I played the XCOM series before I never actually beat an XCOM game technically I could say I beat it now because I beat Midnight Suns I thought the story was probably one of the strongest points of this game but also the tactical battle always has you on edge you never know how it's going to turn out but you're there for the long run you don't feel like you're being overwhelmed but you just feel like it's just so much going on with this with this tactical battle system it is just engaging it's of addictive in a sense but like once you're in you're in and of course the performances um and it was great and again michael john white to me was the one of the biggest standouts of the whole entire thing nico too was also one of a big standout to the game um here as well and and of course uh we got yuri Lowenthal returning uh you know as spider-man as well and here they had the casting was really well done um but michael john white he was the star he was that uh, he he not only embodied blade you know from a character standpoint but he also you know gave blade a little bit more of a human factor in this because if you watch wesley snipes version you know he's always he's badass every single moment of the day but we got to see a a more gentler warmer side especially when he was trying to shoot a shot with uh with um all right i won't spoil it for anybody who haven't played yet but he's trying to shoot a shot with one of the uh one of the Avengers I would say in there and we also got Captain America there who's he's the, he's the uh comedy he's kind of the comedy relief guy in here in a sense but not in a, and not in a really like slapstick type of way but he's the boy scout sea blocker if you will and it's still so like it, you'll you got to say it but there's so much detail in the storyline and dialogue and, and 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 character development in this thing along with it it's really deep uh, if you're a marvel fan this is a must for you an absolute must again i mentioned teenage mutant ninja turtle shredder's revenge you can't buy shredder's revenge without getting the Bunga collection either if you played for for, for two different types of people for those who are Teenage Mutant Turtles fans who needs to understand how awesome this series, this franchise is and how instrumental the video game industry has been for that franchise, this collection will give you an understanding of why the Turtles is, has been so relevant for so long. And a lot of it has to do with the video game industry, you know, plopping out so many different turtle games that kept the you know popularity going through all these years you know video the video game industry is a major part of why the turtles has done it arcade game alone is a big part but what i love about this game is just because for those like myself who never played or beat the original nes version you finally have a chance of beating this game and they will hold your hand and walk you through it the entire way if you want to it is this game is completely this this is probably one of the best collection bundles i've ever played because they gave you so much and you also got pictures images they got the original you know promotional ads for the uh arcade games for every video game that they've ever sold it's in there um which i love for like for people like me who is into marketing and promotion and and um commercial design and all that stuff that's stuff that i like to see how they were able to promote the game and, and you know and market the game and stuff like that all that's in there the you know they got art galleries and everything you know they even have a rundown of every single turtle series they've ever had in here so i mean you you getting your money's worth as a turtle fan you're more than getting your money's worth so like if you want to do if you're a turtles fan for christmas literally teenage mutant ninja turtles cowabunga collection and shredders revenge you put that all together you have you're the ultimate video game fan You are absolutely ultimate video game fan for that. So highly recommend both of those from there. And also on top of that, they got both fighting games from the Genesis and the PlayStation tournament fighters, which was really the thing that sold me. I'm like, I got to play tournament fighters again. I I really have to play tournament fighters. This is one of my all time favorite, you know, fighting, uh, fighting games in there. Not so much the Genesis version, (laughs) not so much that one, but. I still played. It, it was. It's. It compa- it's nowhere to. Here's another thing too. About turtles that they expose about the the 16 bit era of video games. When you play, because there are not only. There's not only the, the arcade versions of these games in the collection. There's also the Genesis versions and his collections that were that were um that were released and the Super NES version. So you're gonna compare and contrast the 16 bit era within this game you're going to see who had the better turtles game and by saying who had the better, the better turtles game is also saying who was the better console you will find that super nes was in fact as much as as much as of a genesis fan i was because what made the genesis so cool was that genesis was always marketed as the more mature and sophisticated system whereas the super nintendo or nintendo was marketing themselves as like kind of disney-esque where you know you had you know you had street fighter here in mortal Kombat on you know street fighter without the blood code but genesis had the blood code for mortal Kombat, but then they also had eternal champions which was also a really gritty fighting game as well so it was a little bit more adult based for that but in terms of power and processing Super Nintendo was much better, and you'll find that out when you play the uh the Turtles Kaibunga collection in here as well. So, I would say get all that, it's just so much of an awesome, uh, nostalgic thing, and it's his gaming history as well. So, uh, go out of your way and check it out. Um, I got three more. How can I not pick God of War Ragnarok? Okay, <laughs> it's one of the biggest games of the year, if not arguably the games of the year. We're doing our best of 2022 right now in our ACMG Facebook group. That game is. Are the biggest votes that we got so far. We still got a week away before the votes end, but uh it looks that looks to be ending. I, people were arguing about, you know, I had a guy on uh our ACMG Facebook group thinking Elden Rings was gonna get this. I'm like, yeah, that, that's you know a lot of people, here's the thing. I don't know how Elden Rings actually won when it didn't win the right awards and the game awards to warrant that it should be game of the year because god of war was winning in categories that if you put them all together that makes that game the game of the year and then Elden ring wins and i get Elden rings this is a deep you know game for people and it's a very challenging game for those but here's the other part not everybody likes to be challenged that hard so this is the funny story that i'm gonna say right now i'm not gonna say his name but i'm gonna put him on blast nonetheless because he's he swore down that elder rings was going to get a get the nod on the ACMG, um you know voting and i always tell him like yeah we kind of always go a different direction than the than the media with this stuff and don't be surprised if it goes a different way and it actually did he thought elder rings was going to get more votes it's gotten a significant amount but it is not nearly as much as with god of warriors and he started complaining because you know that's what people always do when they're when people don't see it their way they start complaining and i had to sell him like he he's basically his i gotta go to this because this was hilarious his basic argument was that he uh you know why wait I, i i i can't do it justice just make just like saying it out here i gotta read this So bear with me just for one sec. Yeah, here it is. Come on, everybody. Elden Rings has to win. It's a game that requires skill. You're trying to tell me that you don't like games that improve your skills. (laughs) Okay. I couldn't believe this. I I was hoping that he was joking, but he really was not joking in this. And first I commented, what I tell you. But then I had to comment again. I'm like, and just what skills does elder ring improve? Exactly. You make it seem like that it's going to help you with real, like real world skills. Like what job, what job are, are people going to get from mastering Elden rings? And I was expecting probably something a little bit more different, elaborate. I wasn't expecting the answer that I got which is a very common answer, not only just for this game, but for every game. His reply was, it improves hand-eye coordination. Elden Rings improves hand and eye coordination. I don't think I've ever heard of a game that handles and improves hand and eye coordination except every single game that's ever been played (laughs) we've been saying this we've been saying that video games help with hand-eye coordination dating back since mario one since super mario one hell going back to the original mario brothers for god's sakes but no more than later than super mario one i I, I was really at all that he said that he goes on to continue to say it makes you strategize because you have to memorize things so that it works on your mental cap, uh, cap- uh, capacity. It gets your heart racing, so you're like, that's every game. That's every game on hard mode. That's every game on hard mode. If you know, no, God of War can be hand-eye coordination too if you put it on a mode hell if you even do it on like normal story mode or whatever you still gotta know the right timing of when to move when to hit when to maneuver when to strategize you gotta learn the patterns you gotta observe the situation that's every game hell if anything gets that nod it's fighting games fighting games really have to do hand-eye coordination you really gotta learn techniques and skill you gotta learn timing animation all that stuff this was I, I I really could not believe that that was the answer that he gave. That to me was tremendous. Um, another uh, member of the ACMG also replied. <laughs> he said, "Elden Rings only improve your skills if you're playing at playing Elden Ring." Though it's not, it, it won't make me nice at two K, meaning two K, NBA, two K, or whatever. Like <laughs> it's just the. I just couldn't believe that that was the that was the justification. That was his defense to why people should be voting for Elden Rings. Like Elden Rings is the first. Like if I if I read that and I'm doing this vote, I don't want to say that because I don't want to you know impr- implant... any. If anybody's listening to this right now, I don't want to imprint my views on what should win or not. That's up to you. But if I heard that. I don't know if that would that that, if would that affect my my decision on the vote (laughs) maybe not I don't know but my goodness that was not a good defense of why that game should get the vote at all and I I had to also further ask him too because I, I know him quite well and I had to ask him aren't you an Xbox guy and there's a very important that I need to know this, and he replied, yes, he is for the most part, but he respects all consoles. With that said, here's the thing. Elder Rings is played on multi-platforms. So if you only own an Xbox and you played Elder Ring, but did not play God of War because you do not own a PlayStation 5, then one, it's kind of a biased vote, and two, You're not get you it's safe to say that you can't say that it's based on hand-eye coordination and then not play god of war to realize that it's based on hand-eye coordination as well but it has a better story it has better characters the performances are better the look of the damn game is tremendous you know there's so many other things to why this game now the thing is that the the edge the the leverage that playstation owners have is that yeah you play god of war and it's an exclusive but you also can play Elden rings on a PlayStation five as well. So you're playing both games. So you can compare and contrast the two yourself. If you have a PlayStation five or four for that matter. So you know, which one is actually the more, you know, it provides more of the gameplay experience, the overall gameplay experience, if you will. So that to me was, that was one of the things that made my day. That absolutely made my day when he said that I, I I was at all <laughs> it was completely at all with that so that was that and then let's move on to two, to the last two games Horizon Forbidden West I gotta give them proper respect because they did not get a lot of nods this year I mean they were nominated but they didn't get any awards this year but you know and I think a lot of it because I think I, th- I, I wonder if timing plays a factor because it came out in the beginning of the year and this is a this has been a long year and a lot of games throughout this year and so you know with our so uh, short attention society we tend to we often tend to forget very quickly how awesome games are and horizon forbidden west deserves some awards and some you know capacity or whatever like that i hope that they do get some nods um but horizon forbidden west was a great i thought it was way better than the first uh, like I said, they did a lot of improvements on it, albeit not still to the level of you know Breath of the Wild. But it was a great. I, I think the follow-up story and and, and everything was there. Uh, I I can tell you there is some big fans of Horizon um, of the Horizon series is probably tossing tables because of this. You know, friendships have been ended because of the rival uh, the rivalry between which is ridiculous in all sense which leads me to leave sometimes it may not just be the arguments of the game it may be something deeper but um there's been friendships lost because of the ba- debate over breath of the wild and um in the horizon for uh zero dawn series so the fact that horizon forbidden west didn't get any knots at all is is it's i believe that it should i believe that it should get a nod it was an awesome follow-up it's a beautiful game stunningly beautiful game um, And it deserves better But definitely one of my favorite games this year And I'm looking forward to playing the expanded um, Story mode when that comes out too I'm so looking forward to that when they, when they enter Hollywood and such It looks awesome So I'm looking forward to that as well And talk about getting nods I think this one got a bad rap And I talked about this with uh, Boris uh, Aguilar On the, rest, um, the Rampage Ramblin' podcast With uh, TSN Radio's uh, Sunday Night's Main Event That I did last week you go out and check that out over at uh, you go to Podbean and check that out as well. Sunday night's main event, the wrestling podcast that I'm guesting in and probably will be on that particular podcast for more than my fair share of time. So, you know, we'll 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 talk about that. But nonetheless, God, Gotham Knights I think deserves a lot better uh than what they were beginning. And I think and I just it's like I told Boris, I'm like people have been crapping on it, but they've been crapping on it because. They're seeing it for what it's not, and they should be seeing it for what it is. And if they see it for what it is, then you'll appreciate the game more. You'll enjoy the game more. But you want Arkham. You want Rocksteady. This is not Rocksteady, and this is damn sure not Arkham. This is edos Is this Ito's Montreal? I forgot who this is. This is uh, something. One of the Montreal groups, I forgot. Nonetheless, this is not an Arkham game. This is a action RPG game with the mechanics designed as an action RPG. So, yes, it it looks kind of Arkham-esque in a sense because it's Batman. It's Batman-esque, but it's not. If you appreciate it for what it is, you will enjoy this game as it was meant to be. And I think it deserves it. I played it twice. I need to play it two more times because I, I want to see the endings of the other two. But... And then, then he just added on some more stuff and they upgraded and patched it up recently too. So does he plays better now um, than he did before. And then on top of that, it, it's like the, one of the best games involved with Jim Lee that you could ever possibly get. I thought the game was really well done. It's a great action RPG game, not an action adventure game. I, I cannot stress that enough. So people, when you jump into this game, go into it as you would any other action RPG game you'd ever played. Like this is Kingdom Hearts, this is not Arkham. This is not Spider Man. This is more Kingdom Hearts than anything. But it deserves it because I thought the story was great. I thought the character development is great. The character development uh, aspect, kind of in the same way that uh, Marvel Midnight Suns is. I think Marvel Midnight Suns is a little bit deeper in that sense. But I love the story and 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 the camaraderie between the four you know sidekicks of Batman or whatnot. Um, it's just pretty awesome. It's really good. And the photo mode is fantastic the photo mode is absolutely one of the best photo modes of the year i will definitely tell you that so those are my 10 of 2022 the very my favorites i played a lot of great games out there it's really cool but among the 10 i can count there's more i've played some really awesome games this year don't get me twisted but those were among the top favorites that i really went back to and enjoyed and and stuff like that and you know if you go you know, if you ever want to hear any of the other, if you haven't already, games that you might want to check out, go to talktomlive.com and just you know go into the podcast page and go into the uh, search engine and just type in "select start." You'll see all the games that I've reviewed uh, during that time, and uh you know, check it out. If you like what I had to say about it, go check it out for yourself. Let me know what you think, folks. That will do it for this segment for 2022. We're gonna take a break. Come back, and we will review. The final game of 2022. And what better game to do so than River City Girls 2. We'll do that right after this. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Dax Xavier Josiah, the host of ACMG Presents Talk Time Live, the podcast. You want to catch up with all of our podcast shows and hear from some of the hottest names in all of anime, comics, movies, and games, such as. This is Miley Planning in the voice of Naruto. This is Stephanie Shea, the voice of Sailor Moon. This is Ruben Langdon, the voice of Ken Masters and Dante from Devil May Cry.
1: Hey there, this is Kyle Hebert, the voice of Ryu from Street Fighter V. This is
0: Chris Battle, character designer of Teen Titans Go! Here's your chance to check out all of that and more on TalkTimeLive.com. TalkTimeLive.com provides all of our ACMG content with new and previous episodes, exclusive interviews, articles, and much more. Visit TalkTimeLive.com and let us help you learn to let go, live life, and love all things ACMG. I've asked this question before the last time uh, you were on, and since then, we have seen many intellectual properties expand their uh, series to other formats. So I, I have to ask, you know, we, in, in talks of Shenmue, the Cuphead show, Halo, you know, getting live action and animated adaptions. Has there been any talks of River City Girls in that direction? Uh.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you know, there's no, well, there's nothing we can announce uh-huh. and there's nothing, there's nothing specific we can get into. Uh-huh. Like I'll, I'll say everything's been discussed. Right. So everything you can imagine, you know, every version of it, even beyond games, absolutely discuss. Yeah. Um but but yeah, we'll we'll have to wait and see as far as what actually happens and and when we can share stuff. I mean, definitely some cool stuff are Uh, we finally just, I'll bring them in. We just got the plushies from Asako Kyoko. They were sold a long time ago, but those actually shipped out. I just got mine um, that I ordered yesterday. They look fantastic. So we're doing some cool merch stuff. One of the things that we're working on right now that we already talked about is an art book. And that's coming along really good because there's so much key art and so many characters between three games. So I think that's going to be like a really, really awesome thing when that comes out. And the way that we're kind of, theming the book and everything is is a really interesting kind of take on it so there's stuff like that but yeah as far as like alternate media formats it's something we are definitely interested in we've definitely talked about the possibility we've talked about it with arc system works um but but we'll have to see Um, nothing to announce right now We beat them, insurgents, not a bit nervous. Encouraged, got a bit further to go by any means. Getting rid of my enemies. A V, A, L, A, N, C, K, E, yeah, that's who we beat. Insurgents, not a bit nervous. No. Lip service, got a bit further. Yeah,
0: that's Folks, you have reached the final stage of 2022, and I am here to review River City Girls 2 by Way Forward. What you actually heard was the previous interview that I did, and if you didn't hear the full interview of this, highly recommend you go to talktomlive.com go to our exclusive video page, you can watch the interview right there, you can listen to the interview if you go into the podcast page, but nonetheless, or, you know, check it out in any of your uh, favorite podcast platforms. But we had a chance to talk about, you know, them put, bringing this to fruition and bringing a nuance into the river city ransom universe or for those in japan they call it the kunio universe and you know their workings with arc system works who actually owns the intellectual properties of the river city ransom and double dragon and uh any like any of those like crashing the boys all that they they own all that now and all, anything that techno's pretty much created arc system works has in their possession now so they got a chance to bring a nuance to the Konoecon universe by creating a game focused on the girls of the River City universe, that's Misako and Kyoko, and then followed by you know revolving them around all of the universes, such as Double Dragon, Crash and the Boys, and some other familiar territories in this game. And the result is a absolute hilarious, entertaining, you know, RPG brawler, if you will. You know, you have uh, the if you played any River City Ransom game, you know what to expect. But now you have these two. You got new animation. You got new art, like this beautiful anime art style in here. You got great performances by uh, Christina V and, and a host of others uh, in here. That is just that just brings a delight to this game. It, it if you played the first game, you know what to expect here. Uh, if you played River City Girls Zero which is basically a kind of a it's a mock-up it's a it's a it's a read it's not redeveloped they, they kind of just used the whole entire original you know super uh, nes or super famicon uh river city ransom game and just added the river city girls to it and didn't just change the you know storyline to focus on them in there but it's awesome still and you get a little extra bells and whistles in it but if you played those games or any of the Kuneo games that, uh, Arc System Works has come out with prior to then you know what to expect from the series. But you know, these, I would say, I, I would argue that river city girls, uh, the river city, uh, river city Girls series is possibly the pinnacle of them all because it's built from the ground up is built in a modern, you know, with a modern, uh, system and in, in philosophy here. Uh, they can they are able to take a little bit more liberties than they ever could with the originals because they weren't around for the originals but they can take some of the elements of what the what made the originals so great into this and that's exactly what they did on top of that they added some more characters to this this time last time we got kyoko and masako and then we got ricky and uh kunio as uh extra characters well now adding two more we got marion and provy marion a lot of old school gamers should recognize is is the marion from double dragon who is now a playable character that they dom legendary abs <laughs> like they have a damn crush on his on his uh woman in here and uh for good reason she's really badass in here and then you got provy who's a totally different character as well in here and uh those two together with the others, you got a whole entire gang now uh, hanging out with each other in here. What you don't get, unfortunately, is the Double Dragon Twins, which they are in here, but they are not playable once again. And I know a lot of people from the last game really wanted them as hitting characters. I don't know if it's going to be hitting this, if they're going to be, uh, you know, DLC characters or not. But, they, I, wait for you know, guys, you got to listen to the fans. You got to give the people what they want they sooner or later billy and jimmy lee has got to make it uh a playable appearance in this game but nonetheless this game gives you a it gives you a like uh, it gives i would say give konyokan fans a lot to offer in here um I, th- I would say if you've never played a river city ransom game before you definitely can start here and if you like what you play here you can work your way on from the beginning in the history of it because a lot of the uh Konio games are out now thanks to uh Arc System Works you know bringing out a lot of these games you know they have a they much like you know uh the Capcom fighting uh you know collection or um the Kawabunga collection they got you know a Konio Khan amount of uh games as well that some of them you've never even played before in America that they brought in as well so this series is it, it's a huge cult classic trust me but this time around you got what you got for river city girls 2 is bigger and better not I mean bigger in every way um uh, first of all the theme songs the opening and close the opening and closing theme song about megan mcduffie is nothing short of tremendous whatever she writes uh like i'm not saying she's she's perfect in every way but she knows when to nail a theme song in the river city girls two theme song which is also being sung by christina v as well who is um plays everything for god's sake she's one of the sailor uh, the sailor uh soldiers as well on Sailor moon uh she's sailor mars if i'm correct on air as well um just just tremendous and she she can sing her ass off as well so she's singing back uh you know uh dual vocals with her on if you haven't seen the video go out of your way to see the uh, music video that's on uh online right now it's on youtube it's tremendous but they are awesome and Christi- uh megan McDuffie's music kind of narrates a lot of what's going on in some of the stages and whatnot so i thought that was really cool but the key features of this game that i'm going to read off and let you know how i feel about them is here let's talk about that i also give sort of pros and cons to that as well um this time you get into play six playable characters like i said with the addition of marion and provy this time around and each of them have their own fighting styles and upgradable move sets much like last time uh, you start off with a limited amount of moves and as you start beating up more people and gaining more money you could go into the double dragon shops to learn new moves and upgrade your arsenal and your move sets which comes out with way more brutal, more elaborate type of moves that you could do, air moves and all that such. So that's always a plus. And it really starts off slow in the beginning because you're so limited to it. But once you start upgrading your characters, you know, and, and stats and, and, and such like that, they move a little bit faster uh, than they have. And you're, you're able to just beat more enemies up at a time and you are gain more money for that matter uh there's more enhanced combat like guard crush uh liftoff combos which i really find a lot of fun and, and you it, you probably a really great need to have too because of the fact that there's going to be multiple enemies coming near you so in order to break free of them your best bet is to do a air a liftoff combo you know lifting them off into the air and then doing combos as you're up in the air as well and you know clearing the area for yourself double team maneuvers are there for multi or for co-op play uh river city is bigger than ever i mean they have new locations and multiple routes that you could go to some of the same routes that you're familiar with from the first game is there because they just expanded on it which i really like so it is still based around the area that they are around the school and all that stuff but now there's more areas that you can explore Throughout the game, which is great about that is because the more areas that you explore and if you're playing with a new character, it allows you to upgrade the character even more going into all these different areas. Uh, You can play a solo or team up with a friend locally or online as well. Uh, The new system that I like here is the hired heavies system. Now, basically what that is, is that all through the town, you will come in. You will come across these new characters and these characters are specifically there to be hired as backup. See last, when we played the last game, you, uh, if you beat up one of the enemies, they'll beg for their, they'll beg for mercy and you have the decision to beat them down or, uh, let them fight with you, uh, against the other enemies. And if you do so, they'll give you money. And then all you got to do is hit one of the trigger buttons to uh activate them to fight back to you know do one of their moves on them this time you got even more powerful characters in here so you'll come across one of them and for a fee which is like 25 bucks usually you can hire these characters to fight and provide a lot of help with you by you know them attacking using powerful really powerful attacks there's one in particular with a baby and for some reason he's able to shoot fire from it and he lifts the baby and fire comes out or whatever like that and the baby's you know laughing and everything they just go away so it's really awesome what also is great too is that when you collect you know partners or heavies if you will to uh acquire like your enemies you can go now what they have is They have stations where like, you know, um, Masako's home where her mom just happens to be there as well. Um, You could go to her home that all the people that you agree to, you know, back you up will be in the house. So you can always replenish your energy and your stamina and whatnot. But you can also acquire two team members or two members of that group that you've uh, agreed to work with to come with you at all times. So all you got to do is just go to a safe haven spot i guess if you really want to call it that or or, or uh, a pit stop spot you know where you can replenish your energy and then also you know gather whatever two you think it'll best be best for you in a certain situation um so many npcs in this game that you'll come across and interact with and you know you can punch them out or whatever and surprise cameo appearances and let well we'll talk about that in a minute awesome anime intros of course uh the comic book cutscenes are always a welcome thing it's uh in Japanese and English I um I believe it's also uh it might be in Spanish too because I've seen some uh clips online that's had in Spanish as well and um man it's just you know if you like the first one you're gonna like this one again so here's my thoughts and what you know pros and cons of what I really liked about this game upon all that that you already heard like i said great comedic moments um the chemistry between masako and kyoko are so awesome but also now with marion and pro v there because what happens is all right you beat the game with masako or kyoko and then you want to go back and replay the game which by the way new game plus is officially in this version so that makes it even better you can replay the game already with your stats up and everything but if you play using like say marion as your main character all, everything changes. Everything, ch- and, they, and, they, and, and Adam and uh, Ben and said this in the interview too, that they, that's what they were doing. And that's exactly what it does. It's, it's like, I, you know, after beating it the first time, I decided to go over it again and play with Marion. And um, it's awesome because now she has her own dialogue where um, Misako had her dialogue and she said, you know, she's giving off different, you know, uh, dialogue than what Misako is doing and Kyoko is uh, hanging out with her now instead of them, you know, going through the same adventure, but now it's just they have their own dialogue. Like if you play with Provi, you'll have her own dialogue. If you play with Ricky and the others, they'll have their own dialogue going on through this whole thing too. So it's like a whole different adventure and all that such on the way with, with a different experience with each one so i thought that was really cool too but there's some really funny funny absolutely comical moments here i swear to goodness i told them i tell them this all the time i really want them to have a actual anime series on adult swim with this needs to now we talked about cameo appearances oh there's cameo appearances all right one in particular is the voice of this show and i swear to goodness this is the third time that i had to mention an appearance from this man here and i'm more than happy to say this mega ran is not only once again have a song in a game this time he is in the game mega ran is on a special uh section of the uh map that you go to and once you go into here if you re- if you guys remember when you play river city girls 2 whenever you get into a certain area a, a designated area that you need to get to you're gonna get locked into a area where you gotta fight hordes of uh, enemies and you gotta keep fighting them until you fight them all and then you can't, then you'll be able to get out of there. Well, this in particular one is awesome because it involves you fighting through an entire Megaran song. Megaran did the River City Anthem for the game uh, along with uh, somebody, uh, some of his other crewmates, (coughs) excuse me, in there and it's awesome. Like, the whole entire, you know, um, section will not stop until the damn song is over. And it's absolutely fantastic. And you'll just see Ran in the background in pixel mode. You know, and it's funny because I didn't, he never said anything. He couldn't say anything about it. I knew he was going to be in it, but he didn't say, I didn't know he was actually, I mean, I knew his song was going to be in there, but I didn't know he was going to be in the game. <laughs> they actually have a pixel version of Ran in the back which is fantastic and um it's it's just it's really dope the song is awesome too it's a lot of fun it matches up yeah he mega rand has officially made his river city debut in this game and on top of that if you actually beat that that section uh on there you'll get a bonus item which is mega rand's uh the actual song of mega rand i guess you can play in the house in your home in masako's home or whatever when you get there it's really it's pretty dope so you know the, what I, this is what I love. He is the voice of Talk Time Live that you hear every every week on the Prime show. And it's always great to hear him elsewhere. This is the third time. He was on, uh, Tractor Bean was on Clerks 3 and he was on Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Shredder's Revenge all in one year, people. That is Milestone. He is Mr. Milestone, <laughs> if you will. So we got a, another surprise. We got some, let's just say not another, but we got a surprise reveal in his game too i'm i'm just gonna say it did any of you know that there was a third lee brother in the double dragon universe <laughs> apparently there is and a, he made his debut here on river city uh two he is Sonny lee he is a fact and, and i guess you could call him triple dragon I don't think he's a twin per se, but he's the brother of both of those guys and he just pops up out of nowhere during a certain part of the game. I won't explain how this happens, but yeah, there's a third Lee in the Double Dragon universe. So I thought that was a really awesome thing. Um, I talked about the hilarious opening and closing themes, the closing theme, especially, I won't say anything about what happens at the end, but trust me, it it's freaking awesome. Um, the characters are all great to play. The boss fights are so entertaining. They, You could tell that each boss fight took a lot of thought process to do and I really enjoyed them. I think I enjoyed the boss fights more than anything in this game. Um, they they were just so much fun. They weren't too hard. They weren't too easy but they were also just funny and entertaining to see throughout the whole entire time. It just, they, I think the guys really outdid themselves. Now, I'm not going to say this game is perfect because there, I I did have some issues with this game that really and I think the problem is is that I played Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Shredder's Revenge before this game so I think that plays a factor because you know they're two fighting they're two brawlers um both kind of RPG brawlers at that you know they, they have RPG elements to it if you will but one paces the experience a lot faster than the other and When it came to river city girls 2 i felt like the pacing of the story felt a bit slow because it was just like you're just going back and forth into a different area all the time where i think turtles it was just like yeah you're going in the map and everything but it always just felt like you were going forward at all times um and it didn't feel like it dragged at all and i think maybe probably had something to do with the both the leveling up part process and maybe the music choice too the leveling up uh was also a little bit slow at first for the first few hours of the play but like i said once you it's at least for the first time you play because you don't you gotta build your money you gotta build your current your in-game currency you know after beating up money many many fan um you know enemies to acquire the move sets you want and then you start noticing when you start to level up more like when you get to like the level 30 or 40 you start to move faster. You start to punch faster. Your reflexes and and, and everything becomes, you know, uh, quick or more quick than it was before, if you, if you will. Um, but in the start of it, it just starts off slow. And then on top of that, some of the songs that Mega McDuffie does, it's not it's not to say it's bad, but I just think it comes off a little bit dreary and lacks the energy that the game needs at times. So if you're going to certain sections of the game, there's some songs that are like a little bit more pick up uh, pick-me-up games and this is a regardless of what it is it's a brawler and i know that you know the koneo khan series is used to you know really dreary like games like this but it just it really i felt like it really affected my gameplay because i'm playing it and i'm hearing this music loop over and over again and it's not the most energetic uh deal uh, that you ever hear where it's like you go to teenage mutant ninja turtles shredders revenge and all their st- entire soundtracks you know each song of their soundtrack is so up you know upbeat and it's so vigorous that it really helps along with the gameplay but there are times where it feels like the game drags and a lot of it possibly is due to the music selection of the game now also the other thing is too is because you don't necessarily i know the key thing is that hearing the lyrics that megan mcduffie is playing in the game and it's hard for you to pay attention with that when it's kind of not in the you can't really hear it completely because you're you know your sound effects and everything is going up towards the amount of fighting that you're doing so uh, there needs to be a bit of a balance of music selection and pacing of the story like when you finally get to certain areas of the game yeah it's still good But I think it could, if with the better sound, you know, soundtrack or more upbeat soundtrack to this, I think it would have helped the game experience a little better for me. But overall, I mean, this game was everything I really wanted to and more. I think had Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Shredder's Revenge came out, I I probably would have thought a little better of this game. But after seeing that and seeing how that plays, it's like it's yeah, it's not the best brawler that i've played this year i will say that but it is definitely a very solid very entertaining uh brawler that you have to play like if you really really want to check out uh what what the big deal is about this game go check this game out it's an awesome game to play uh there's it's it has a lot of deep replay value to it you can uh, go replay it again you got six players to work with beautiful art style beautiful manga style voice acting is stellar as it could possibly be some of your favorites are voicing these uh characters as well too and man you just can't go wrong with this this is a great game to get and right now if you check it out it's $35.99 on sale 10% off of $39.99 um you could get it on the eShop right now so while it still lasts but it's even if it's full price it's still worth it that get the whole entire collection because um it's it's hard for you it'll probably be hard for you To I wouldn't say it's hard for you to get, but it's probably better for you to get the first game and then follow up with this game. So get both. Because I think the first game is on a major sale right now, anyway. So you could get understand what's happening with the uh with the story of this whole thing. And the story is just it's it's hilarious. It's every cliche thing that you could ever think of. I mean, basically I haven't mentioned the story part of this, but it's rescuing their boyfriends. Uh, you know, after toppling an entire criminal empire, uh, only for, uh, is only the beginning. Unfortunately for the River City Girls, the uh, Sanwa Wakai uh, syndicate leader Sabu—it's <laughs> hilarious, by the way—has uh, returned to action, and he's dishing out payback. Even when allies Marion and Provy at their side, will Masaku, Kyoko, Konio, and Ricky be able to fight back? more importantly will they be able to travel across town and buy the latest hit video game which is the whole soul of their adventure by the way but what i love about the story is that they play they poke fun at themselves they poke fun there's a lot of breaking of the fourth wall in this too and that's what i love about this the whole comedy aspect and they poke fun at the genre itself because there are a lot of cliche things that happen that they point out that happens this is very dead Polish or or let me even put it this way this is very she hawkish if you will uh so there's a lot to look into this game if you're a Kunio Kahn fan you already got this game if you're a fan that loves you know classic retro style beat ups, this is a game you need to get and if you're an anime fan and a manga fan you definitely want to check this out too as well so if I'm going to give this a grade far be it for me to give it anything more than a B a solid B there were definitely things I think that could have done more for my experience but nonetheless this is a very solid awesome game uh I have no problem replaying this game over and over again it's so awesome way forward is like I said is one of my favorite companies ever go out of your way check it out and uh enjoy it enjoy it all and enjoy this year because folks this is it for 2022 with ACMG presents Talk Time Live. Thank you guys so very, very much for everything. This has been a crazy, 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 awesome year. And crazy. I, I, I can't stress crazy. A lot of things that have happened this year that are very interesting to say the least, but a lot of tremendous things that has happened this year. And I couldn't have done it without everybody involved. Um, that is Adam and, you know, um, Bennett for coming on to the show. All of the this year's uh you know guests that have come on to the show this year. Thank you guys so very much. Um there's gonna be more to come. I've already locked in uh some other people that are scheduled to come in 2023, including one of my all-time favorites, who's gonna be making an appearance uh coming back. So uh we'll stay tuned for that and much, much more. I just talked to her yesterday and uh yeah. We're, we're, she's gonna make her 4k debut on Talk Town live exclusive as well so i'm looking forward to that and um thank you guys seriously like the the new subscribers to this show the record number of downloads that this show has received this year couldn't have done it without you thank you please keep supporting this show please check it out if you love this episode and every episode of Talk Town live whether it be the prime show whether it be the uh select start show whether it be the exclusive interviews if you love this in every episode you could check out all that on talktimelive.com all of our audio episodes all of our video exclusives are all there our blog entries like i said i just did the newest blog entry with the street fighter uh, beta you can check it out out the details the videos everything is all there in one place easy for you to find uh you can get my thorough thoughts on everything that's there and if you want to learn more about what to expect if you didn't get a chance to check out the beta but you're excited about street fighter 6 coming go out and go to talktomlife.com forward slash blog and uh you can check it out there but also just so much other stuff in that website as well. If you want to subscribe and download to all of your favorite podcast platforms, we're everywhere where podcasts are played, including Spotify, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Poppy, TuneIn, Audible, Pocket Cast, Pandora. And if you're on Tumblr, just type in Talk Time Live. Well, you can find every episode there as well. Again, thank you guys. And all I got to say to this is just, I hope everybody have a great holiday. I hope everybody... Um, have great Christmas, Merry Christmas to everybody there. Um, who are celebrating. The those who are not or cannot, you know, peace be with you as well. And just realize, don't let the holidays pressure you. You don't have to if you don't want to. It is not a big deal to do. Don't let people scrutinize you because you don't you choose not want to celebrate the holiday. It's it's not against the law. It's not a big deal. Um, There, you know, it's another day at best, but it's a day that people choose to want to celebrate with friends and family and whatever. Um, but we recognize that not everybody really has that experience or really wants that experience. So, you know, allow everybody to do what they want to do during the holidays and, you know, let them be. And, and when it comes to, you know, what we are looking forward to 2023, let's, let's work hard to make. 2023 a better year and not a bitter year because we need everybody to look to be better we need you know to try to better ourselves and making friends being better people having a better experience in life and a lot of that stems from you putting in the effort to doing so not being afraid to do so so let's make an effort this year i mean next year for that matter to be more better than bitter and that's all i will just leave it for that again thank you everybody thank everybody all the guests that has been on the show thank the guys from sunday night's main event because they this was a big highlight year for me finally making it on a wrestling uh radio show and podcast it's just awesome let alone shout out to canada so <laughs> that'll do it for me folks on behalf of myself this is dak xavier josiah saying learn to let go live life and love all things anime comics movies and games this is acmg presents talk time live I am out there take care and have a great rest of the year take care